This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. The opinions expressed on this show and in this podcast are those of the host and guests. They do not represent the opinion of Free FM. We encourage listeners to evaluate issues for themselves from a range of credible sources. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everything gonna be all right this morning. Yeah, good morning, one and all. This is From the Fringes, a program about alternative provocative views. My name is uh, Jack Geelan. My guest today is Gloria Bridgman, and these are our own opinions. How are you, Gloria? You there? Yes. Oh, yep. Good to hear from you this morning. And um, first of all, Freedom Stand and March on the 19th of February. Uh, that'll be at Memorial Drive. Protect our parental rights and save our kids. When I saw this online this morning, Gloria, mm-hmm. um, there's so many zones that are setting up all over Hamilton. You know, Hamilton East, Hamilton West and everything. And uh, they're going to be standing up for parental rights. What they what they should be zoning to, Jack, is the traffic rules because in this um, January the nineteenth here, they hijacked the road. A road rage victim. Here's an elderly pensioner here. He was punched by a boy racer on the weekend when he asked him to get off the road they were blocking, and he just asked him nicely to get off the road they were blocking. So they punched and assaulted him. Terrible. And um, you know they're hijacking the road. You know, why don't these boy racers go out to Mary Mary Drag Strip or Bay Park Raceway or something? Even Thames Street up here, Jack, I'd be crossing the road and putting my life or a lady with a baby right. in a pram because they treat it like it's a Mary Mary Drag Strip. And safety is paramount. And when I stood for the mayoralty, I talked about a, dra- a drag strip where they could, um, the boy racers could go there and. But the thing is, on the road, I think um, safety is paramount and uh, we have to be careful with pedestrian people and and everything else. Okay, Gloria, um, but this is uh, people who are standing against the the mandates and um, so they're going to be protesting here on the 19th. So that promises to be quite interesting, that. Mm -hmm. It does. And also we have, um, if Jacinda doesn't want to talk to the people, shut Wellywood down. Um, Yeah, so uh, a lot of people uh, as part of that convoy have been down in Wellington and they were on TV last night and they're camped around the beehive. And uh, so what they're talking about is... um, Kiwi Convoy hopes to match the impact of the Canadians. Truckers protest and aims to stop vaccine mandates in New Zealand. It's time to stop complete tyranny, totalitarian communist control of our country. Uh, To stop 
the removal of our freedoms and promulgation promulgation of lies, fear and division. So that's their own opinion, and they're down at the beehive at the moment. So, uh, Well, I'm just wondering, Jack, after this Omnicrom business and the Delta and the this and the that, um, in a matter of a few weeks, there'll be another virus, no doubt, and it'll just go on and on and on till the government stop playing their stupid mind games and that, Jack. Um, there'll always be another virus come upon us, another one. And quite frankly, Jack, I think the same as you. It's a great big smokescreen for something else what's to come. Yeah, I'm responsible to wear masks, and um, actually I've been jabbed, so... I have to go along with it, but at the same time, I represent the voice of the people, so I have to, you know, like with this freedom stand in March, you know, they're going to be standing up to protect our parental rights, and they have a right to do that, you know, and they have a right to say, to be pro-choice with their children, to say whether or not their children get jabbed. Uh, that's freedom of choice. Yeah. And it's going to be a stand against no jab, no job mandate, also, vaccine certificates, um, uh, taking away our human rights, increased authoritarianism, they're saying, um, a stand against segregation and medical, they call it medical apartheid, yes. So, and a stand against the traffic light regime. And Jack, I'd like to know, um, and you would too, no doubt, and half of New Zealand would too if it comes to that matter, but didn't our vets go overseas and fight for these freedom of rights? Well, they did. And um, that they fought for democracy and freedom of speech. But if they're taking human rights away and our, if they take away our right to, to speak out, you know what I mean? Mm. Uh, you mightn't go along with them. And like Jacinda said on TV the other night about the protests and the shutting down the streets in Wellington, uh, most of New Zealand don't, doesn't agree with this, you know what I mean? But I don't know, more and more people are rising up, more and more parents are rising up. And this latest march, uh, there's about 10 groups all around Hamilton, Freedom Stand and March on February the 19th. That'll be at Memorial Drive to protect parental rights and save our kids. Now, um, I'll be going up to Auckland uh, later on, Gloria, at 2 o'clock. I'll be uh, catching the Tuhuia train. So I'm actually looking forward to that because I'm, nice. I'm going to the Citizens for Human Rights building there mm-hmm. um that's at kyber pass so that's we've got a special ceremony and we're going to be honoring those who've um stood against uh royal commission and abuse in state and faith-based care certificate of appreciation human rights will be honoring human rights champions while you and were defenders there, is there any way um, you'd have, you would have had to make an appointment, no doubt, a few days before? Um, it would be good to see Peter Bosham, the ombudsman. Yeah, yeah. Does he belong to the human rights? Is he a commissioner, or is he? Yes, yeah, he's the ombudsman. Well, he'll be there, so... Mm, yeah, he should be there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll be actually uh, talking to some of these people. Mm. Okay, so when it comes to parental rights, advocacy with causes endorses family restoration, including advocacy for children, mum, dad, and the children, whanau, aura, both the biological and extended family being healed. 
Now, the OT Oranga Tamariki Ombudsman Accountability Structure urgently requires independent evaluators as it appears that the puppeteers are creating broken families with the lines going back to OT family wreckers where scared parents have been burnt. Where are the social structures and strong advocates with wraparound armed services and community support? Where are the mental health advocates and suicide prevention initiatives to help parents, uh, children and families to change and transform? Um, yeah, so uh, we want to hold uh, Oranga Tamariki accountable there. Um, I mean, uh, you are a grandmother for justice, aren't you, in a sense, Gloria? Yes, I am, Jack. And, and, and uh, I have been through my little booklets fighting for uh, justice for humanity, uh, for humanity for years, Jack, through my little wee booklets. I've been doing that, as you know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, oh, as you said, um, you're, you're going uh, to Wellington. Is that the same? No, no, Hamilton. Uh, up to Auckland, up, up to Auckland. Auckland. Yeah, yeah. Um, and is that this afternoon, is it? Yes. So oh. I'll come across, uh, pick you up, and I'll go, go yeah. for lunch first. Yeah, okay. Because right. that won't yep, be okay. uh, until two o'clock. Yeah, okay. So uh, we're setting up English common law courts here in New Zealand. So um, this article says here, every man and woman has been born with certain un alienable rights. The rights cannot be changed by anyone unless you let them and give your consent. But in ancient times, men who had amassed great fortunes and power over others came along. They called themselves kings, emperors, popes and many other grand names. They all had one thing in common. They wanted to control everyone else. The only way they could do that was through fear and intimidation. Not me, I was born free, but a group of rich English landholders and barons were fed up with the dictates of the king, so they met with King John at 1215, where they all signed the Magna Carta enshrining our rights in stone for all time. And I mean, you've seen that film, Robin Hood, taken from the rich to give to the poor. But what we see, see, Jacinda was asked about the uh, housing and um, uh, about the uh, the big gap between the rich and the poor. And she basically says, well, we don't want to take money away from the rich. So to my way of thinking, I don't think Labor's going to get in next time around because they're not there for the ordinary citizens of New Zealand. Well, there's two types of state housing situation. Yeah. And one side I feel sorry for the people and the other side I feel sorry for the government and the state homes because there's heaps of empty state homes floating around in the North Island. There's thousands of them probably. But on the other hand, Jack, these people that are given these state homes, what are they doing? They're wrecking them. They're smashing the windows. They're smashing the doors. They're breaking the places apart, and then they then they're screaming, "Oh, the government should be doing something about the housing." Well, yes, I know that, but then 
these people are let into these places and they're absolutely wrecking them, Jack. They're probably having pee and everything in these states. Yeah, there are a percentage that do that, Gloria. Yes. But when you find mum's families, okay, that have to pay six, seven hundred dollars rent. I mean, these are genuine fathers and oh, mothers, yes, yes, and they haven't right. got homes. That's why and when you find thousands upon thousands of people that are living on the street and they they're paying high rentals and so forth, the government has to provide more homes. And so I feel their policy should be at the moment more um, affordable homes for everyone, you know what I mean? And then what I think they should be doing in that case, Jack, then, is screening these people before they go into these homes. Because, as you said, and I know, there are very genuine families out there that would love a nice state home. They really yeah. would, rather than sleeping in their cars or on the street or whatever. And they'd be very appreciative of it. But on the other hand, so they might have to set up some sort of screening against these ones that are just wrecking the places. Yeah, that's right. So people need to have respect, don't they, for yes, homes and um, right. so forth. So our common law is still the supreme law of the land. The politicians can never get rid of it. The political parties, so-called governments, the courts, the police still operate under admiralty law, which says you are guilty unless proven uh, innocent, not guilty not going to pay my share of the fictitious national debt. This is exact opposite of common law, which says you are innocent unless found guilty. Uh, that's right. You're innocent until you're found guilty. Isn't yeah. that right, Gloria? Yeah. And I've seen a lot of uh, cases where they say a person's guilty and he's not guilty. That's right. Just because they need to close the case, Jack. And this is where I've said, in my opinion, and I honestly believe it, if we put the traffic cops back on the beat, even the motorbike cops back on the beat to do the traffic situation, yeah. then our police can be loosened up to do the jobs that, that they are supposed to do. Rather than the police having to do policing work with yep. crimes and that, homicides and everything, rapes yep. and everything, then they can be loosened up if we get the traffic cops back on the on the street or on the bikes. Yeah, on the beat. Yeah. But I would uh, differentiate between a blue policeman who's actually serving the people and swearing an allegiance to the people and the ones that are swearing an allegiance to the Queen of Right and are serving corporations and just are serving the elitists. So, yeah, I do make a distinction there. So with these common law courts that we actually want to set up in our communities, uh, we've got a 12... Step process. Compile your case. File a claim of right against other party who have wronged you uh, and try to negotiate a settlement with the other party. The community comes together to elect the court into being. These elected uh, swear their respective oaths of authority. The main proceedings, each side personally presents their case to the jury. So we'd send up, we'd set up 12 jurors and we'd set up our own magistrate because in the American system you have the Senate, the legislative, and you also have the judiciary. But the judiciary is actually answerable to the people. But here in this country, they're answerable to bureaucracies who are just on fat salaries and are uplifting children and splitting families. And as you would agree with me, Gloria, this is totally unfair, isn't it? It is, Jack. It is. And um, 
as I said, right back in 76, I had my children uplifted just because I asked for a box of food. So there we go, Jack. Yeah, so um, at Navarra on Wednesday evening, I, I had a wonderful time and um, I did my portrayal of the Matrix um, Reborn and uh, did my act down here at the lake and a few people were watching me and they said it was quite witty and they uh, they loved my actions, my elevations, uh, the pulsing, uh, looking upside down to simulate, you know, the, the, the rabbit hole experience. <laughs> I told um, a joke about the um, transhumanism and, and robots. So, yeah, so... Uh, so that was a wonderful experience and because I'm a great believer in using creative uh, consultancy, Gloria, because well, you get very creative with your poetry, well, don't you? Jack, yes, yes, I do. And, Jack, people have to have a lighter note. I mean, they look forward to perhaps a little bit of comedy and that kind of thing in these dark, doomy uh, days. And, yep. um, you know, from all the doom and gloom, they need to um, have something that you're putting on there to kind of lighten things up a bit somewhat. Yeah, and I like going along to Evolve. Uh, they talk about refuel with positive affirmations, start thinking posi- uh, positively, uh, placebo and um, aloistic those who believed the milkshake was good for you, um, they did better than the ones who thought it was bad for you. Mm-hmm. So uh, while wearing the mask, um, people need to be positive, you know, because I get negative sometimes when I wear that mask, you know, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So we've got to learn to smile at other people, kind of affirm others. Yes. And you've got to learn to perhaps pray for other people. So sometimes I say, well, Jesus loves you to someone or make a positive um, comment, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I I talked to them about positive affirmation there at the Evolve Group. I said, oh, I had a conversation with the flowers, with nature. You know what I mean? It's these sort of little pick-me-up processes that can help you while you are wearing um, wearing the mask. Mm. Um, yeah, so uh, have you, how are you getting on with your poetry there, Gloria? Oh, yes, um, my 19th book is underway now. But also, Jack, I was going to say, talking about PA, positive attitude, I'm in the middle of a big shift here. Admittingly, it's just up the road. Yep. But it was only last year I, I, I underwent radiotherapy for cancer. Yep. And it's only in the last two months that I've had a massive hip replacement. So, uh, yeah, and you're I, a real survivor. Um, here I am yeah. picking up a whole house ready to move. So um, this, I believe, is positive attitude, Jack. It is. Definite positive attitude, Gloria. Mm. I could turn around and use all the excuses like, oh, you know, I've not long been out of hospital. And all right. Hospital. Back after this song, Gloria. Okay.
Yeah, once upon a time. Good old Moody Blues, Jack. Good old Moody Blues. So we're talking today about the Freedom Stand in March on the 19th of February, uh, Memorial Park Drive, protect uh, parental rights and uh, save our kids. Uh, we're talking about a stand against no jab, no job mandate, um, a stand against vaccine uh, certificates and the decrease of human rights, our human rights are actually leaving us, um, a stand against increased authoritarianism, um, a stand against the segregation of society and um, medical apartheid and traffic light regime. And there's hundreds of people out there that are actually participating in this, so it's not just a few. So I have to represent both sides of being jabbed, and I have to recognise uh, the regulations and obey the authorities by wearing the masks and everything else. But uh, I have a feeling for the heart of people, and I believe in freedom of speech, Gloria, mm. and that's why I'm doing the work that I do. And also certificate of registration. Um, I'm be going up on the Tahuia train to Auckland today, and that'll be at two o'clock. So I'm looking forward to that, Gloria. Yes, yeah. I would be too, Jack. And I'm meeting the Human Rights uh, Commissioner, and we're putting uh, out about three or four certificates of appreciation, human rights champions and defenders, the Royal Commission into Abuse in State and Faith-Based Care. Do you know there's been thousands upon thousands of children who have been orphaned, who have been abused, Gloria, and even in uh, faith-based care, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they have to do these children or who are adults now, they have to do them justice, don't they? You know I what I mean? You can't, do, you can't turn a blind eye to all the negative things that have been done to these people. No, what I find, Jack, in all fairness with child welfare, like as I said, when my mine were uplifted and just for a box of food, would you please? Yep. And then um, <clears throat> I find there's other children given back to parents that have viciously beaten them up and and yeah, um, you know the, there, different ones appear. have been in jail that many times that you know you lost count. And they they seem to be the ones allowed to have their children back. And um, th this is beyond my any yeah, line of thinking. Yeah, they need to screen them properly. So the ones that are sort of dangerous for their children, admittedly, they need to be uh, prevented. All right, but when they actually use. Uh, wrong information and when the government, uh, you know, the judiciary is actually serving the bureaucracies, just making money and not the people and they're uplifting children on purpose just to disrupt the family. This is what's going yes, on, Gloria. that's right. And this is where your fractured families are coming in and um, <clears throat> along, with, uh, uh, along with a lot of other things, right. you know. Too, now, so. suicide and issue construction, mates in construction, they have a, a new method uh, they were saying between the ages of 24 and 49, uh, builder a week, and they have to become paramedics, uh, red alert, blue for connection and green for help by giving these men help, you know, because a lot of these men are hard workers, Gloria, and perhaps they could be, mightn't have enough money to pay their rent, it might be, you know, family squabbles going on at homes. So I think mates in, the, in construction, I think that's brilliant, isn't it, for suicide prevention? Yes, 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 it is, Jack, because, um, 
you know, uh, we, we've got, uh, it doesn't matter what line of work you're in, Jack, whether you're a top-notch lawyer or yeah. accountant or something, or whether you're just the hard-working construction person. Um, I personally feel um, we've all got to pull together at this time, um, whether you're Christian or not. And, of course, it's lovely if you are a Christian, but uh, it's just as hard. But um, it's easier because you, in that sense that you're a believer. But, no, we, we really do all have to pull together. We all have to monitor one another yeah, and, and all have to practice troubles. suicide first aid and be there for one another. It's a lot very hard with the lockdowns and everything when we're all alienated from well, one another. But, and we've got to smile at one another with our masks on and perhaps bless one another in the name of Jesus and... Um, you know, promote the general welfare of, of our community, you know. That's well, it's so sad because terror has been put into people and so many people over this uh, Omicron and Delta and another one that comes sailing through, no doubt, Jack, um, are becoming quite paranoid. Mm. And, um, you know, if the fear of God has been put into these people, if that's what the government intended, well, you know, they've certainly done a good job because, you know, people are becoming very paranoid. Especially yeah, the and I think the with all these protests, uh, with the truckies, the convoys standing against totalitarianism, something isn't quite right because too many groups are rising up because we're going to see hundreds in this protest on the 19th of February all over Hamilton. So they're not listening somehow and they need to sort of have scientists and doctors that they listen to on both sides and they need to tell us what's in the vaccine and as I've been saying, they need to to do proper study on on, on bodies and this sort of thing, Gloria. Mm. Okay, now Waitangi Day service. Um, t- I was singing Tamanako Marie Tamanako Atua. I went on my knees at the Anglican Church and there was a wonderful Maori minister and um, I went prostrate before the Lord and I talked to them about the redemptive sufferers and there need to be more Maori uh, preaching the gospel on the Marais Gloria. So, mm. And this fellow was telling me he belonged to New Wine, Tikaraichi Hikoi, back in 2019, uniting all. And uh, I talked to him about my vision of the Black Madonna with Alex Phillips down there in Taramanui. And um, he shared the vision of seeing a black and white feather uh, with writing in blood. And um, I said to him, well, uh, I was told by the light woman, the Madonna, uh, that actually uh, we wouldn't be able to keep up with the suicides and the family devastation that was going to happen in our society. And we all had to work together. And that time is now, isn't it, Gloria? Mm. We all have to, Christian, non-Christian, we have to work in with one another to bring about uh, transformation in our uh, particular communities. I've got a, a friend that's, um, I've got a, a friend that's Sash Jack, and, um, yep. I, and he's part American Indian, and I actually asked him if he gave me an Indian name, what would it be? And he said, Long White Feather. So that's quite, quite an honour. Yeah, Napui leader Dame Fenakupia. Cooper, you were called... A uh, bit of a freedom fighter by the Maori people at the one. Yes, yes. Atarangi uh, called me the uh, yeah. Cooper. There's a the film witches. come out about her. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm. Arriving on the 13th of October, presenting petition signed by 60,000 people. Yeah. But you're uh, quite right there, Jack. We do need some more Kamatawas on the Marae. Yeah, uh, uh, and more Maori ministers and, and evangelists uh, preaching the gospel. So, um, 
Yeah, I'll be at the Human Rights Commission tonight and handing out these certificates. So I've always been a human rights activist and um, I believe in representing both sides of the jabbed and the unjabbed uh, because basically I need to be there for all people, Gloria, and to to represent the community because uh, too many people aren't being listened to anymore and too many people are falling through the the cracks in the the system. Did you get your award from Auckland, Jack? Yes, well, I'll be going for that. Oh, that'd be lovely. <laughs> okay, okay, Gloria, I'll catch you later on. This is from the fringes for another week. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, yeah, God bless. Bye. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com slash freefm89 to find out more.